0: Welcome to Destiny Worship Center's podcast. Here at DWC, we believe in the life-changing power of Jesus Christ and his word. We hope that you are encouraged by today's message. Be blessed. Lord God, we praise you for your word on today, God. Touch, Lord God. Use your word, God, to build up, to strengthen, even challenge us, Lord God. Direct us, Lord God, in this season. For you're the great teacher, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Somebody say, in Jesus' name. Amen. In Proverbs 3, the word of God says, My son, forget not my law, but let let thine heart keep my commandments, for length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee, but bind them about thy neck, write them upon the table of thine heart, and so shall thou find favor, and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord, accent. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not into thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. My topic again today is I choose to what? Somebody say I choose to trust God. Somebody say I choose. Somebody say I choose. Say, I choose. I, I, choose. I, I don't I don't haphazardly trust God. I, in this season that we're in right now, I choose to trust God. I want everybody to do what they're supposed to be doing. But in this season, right now, I choose to cr- trust God. In spite of everything that's going on. I mean, we, I don't know if we've ever had this many things going on at one time in the nation. I mean, major, I'm talking about major things, am I right? Because we've got, the, the, the virus was hitting, am I right? And then we've had uh, the protesters, Correct. And, and 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 the murdering of George Floyd and all the other of all of that going on and now we we have some hurricanes coming our way isn't that something all in one time and we thought we could just handle one of them right but God's showing us that greater is he that's in us than he what that's what that he that is in the world and I trust God that he has all these things under control. Do you hear what I'm saying? I have to trust God and I told you that these things shall not come nigh your house. Did I say that? Did I not say that? Psalms third, Psalms uh, 91. Didn't I say it shall not come nigh us? Am I right? I'm saying it again. Somebody say, Pastor, you keep on saying it. I'm gonna keep on saying it. It shall not come nigh, destiny worship center. Did y'all y'all better be shouting on that? Y'all better be y'all better be Lord, thank God. Look here. I thank God hurricanes go around us, amen. I thank God that we haven't had any murders like George Floyd. Amen. I just thank God for that. I know people say, well, Pastor, you just don't. I just thank God we haven't had that. I do because everyone saw the unrest that went on this past 11 days. Correct? And, and, and I support that because, because it's a truth. It's, it's sad that if you're, if you're of african American or even Latinos, they, they have the same general problem that we have. Am I right? And I would even go venture to say that even some whites who might not be on a certain level, they have some of the similar challenges too. Because when police stop you, regardless whether you're white, black, Latino, whatever your origin is, what they do is they look, they'll look at how you dress, they'll look at how you car, what car you're driving, correct? And then if they see you with a suit and a tie on, whether you're black or white, they're probably not going to. Am I telling the truth? It shouldn't have to be that way, right? So, so, but this is a spirit. Do you hear? How many know this is a spirit? It's a spirit. It's a spirit. It's spiritual warfare that's going on around the globe. Not just in America, but it's spiritual warfare that's going on all around the globe. Am I right? And, and we, we, the Lord tells us that we got to put on the whole armor because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Why did He put that in there? Because many of us are going to think that it's the white man. It's not the white man, it is the spirit. It's a spirit that has lived from generation to generation to generation. And the only way we're going to stop it, I know they want to legislate it. I want them to legislate some things. There's a lot of laws that we have to change, correct? Am I right? A lot of laws that we have to change. But I'm going to tell you, you can't legislate a spirit only. Am I right? It's like you can't make somebody love you if they don't love you, right? You might want them to love you, but you can't make them. Am I right? So it is a spirit, and we must fight fire with fire. Somebody say, fire with fire. That's why I'm so much after the church coming back together. Everybody think, pastors just wants you to be in church so you can be in church. No, I want you to come together so that we can fight fire with fire. You understand? Because we are in the fight of our life. Because I told you, except America repents, I, I've been saying it Sunday. I'm not going to tell the truth. I've been saying that Sunday after Sunday after Sunday, except America repents, this is not over. The virus will be one of our least concerns. Except America, what did I say? It must do what? It must repent. My topic today is I choose to trust God. And I want to just do a quick sidebar before I talk about the chronicles of the prophet Elijah and how Elijah had to trust God. I said that Elijah trusts God. He put his faith over his fears, correct? But before I get there, I had some questions. I I, I had some questions about God and our relationship with God. Why, Why does, I mean, what does God want from us and why? Why is he so tolerant with mankind? Why is he so tolerant with us? I mean, that we fail God over and over. So many great men and women have failed God in the scriptures, right? But God's still here with us, Deke. He's still here loving on us. He's still here believing on us. Anybody know why? Who knows why? Why won't God just, why won't he just let a flood come, write this group off, and start anew? Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Why won't he just say, well, you know what? I'm going to let that group just drown them out. I'm going to start over with the Willis family matter of fact, I'm gonna throw the Carters in with them. Why wouldn't God do that? Why doesn't He do it? You know why? Anybody know why He does, why He does why He's waiting on us? He's waiting on something. Anybody know what he's what what He's waiting on? Anybody know what? Cause help me out. Anybody know what He's waiting on? Huh? He huh? He said God have invested. I'm going to, can I tell y'all a story about a little? Uh, uh, I'm gonna tell you about little Jesse. Anybody know little Jesse I'm, I'm gonna tell you a story about little Jesse Sherman his name is little Jesse he's about six years old it's about little Jesse and the and the, uh and the and the, and the and the tooth fairy do y'all hear what I say it's about who little Jesse and who the tooth Fairy. say pastor tell us about it say tell me about it pastor tell me about it it's just so profound. Because see, see, so many times when we're doing what we're doing now, it's very easy even as a pastor to get discouraged. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? When I keep telling you you're great and you keep acting mediocre, that, that hurts pastors. You hear me? But what encourages pastors is, and I'm going to tell you, when I come into the church, right, and I see uh, Deaconess Wooten with that little uh, bottle of uh, hand sanitizer, When I see her and Sister Richie, you know, and then when I come in and I look up there and the the praise team's up there singing and I look in the music pit and the music pit is doing what it's supposed to be doing. I look back in the sound booth and I see the sound booth doing what it's supposed to be doing in the media ministry. When I see all those things, even 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 when you're looking at the church and you don't see the churches as full as they should be, it's encouraging to us as pastors. Do you understand me? Just your mere presence is encouraging. But when I heard the story about little Jesse, that 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 bothered me all week long. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Little Jesse and the tooth fairy. Little Jesse had a tooth that was loose. And, and, and El El, El Sherm, he'll tell me if I mess it all up. But little Jesse had a tooth that was loose. I'm talking about, I'm talking about why God still tolerates us. Why God still, why why does he still put up with our mess? Over and over, we treat God like he's second best. Over and over, we won't sacrifice for God like we're supposed to. You hear what I'm saying? But little Jesse kind of kind of put me on the right track this week. Little Jesse had a tooth that was loose. And little Jesse said he knew. He went to his grandpa, Sherman. El, Papa, whatever he called him. Big Daddy, I don't know. He said, we're going to yank this tooth out. So they, so El Chairman, I don't know if he put it on the string on the door. Y'all know how we used to do it: put a string on the door, wrap it around the tooth, and yank it, right? Took, so they got little Jesse's tooth out. How, what's he supposed to do with the tooth? Who knows? You got to put it under the pillow, right? You got to put it under the pillow, and this is what happened. This is what little Jesse did: took his tooth, put it under the pillow. He was excited. Hmm. Oh, that's okay. Can't sleep the night. Woo-hoo. Why? The Tooth Fairy is coming. The tooth Fairy is coming to bring me what I'm what I'm after. You understand? The Tooth Fairy is coming to bring me what I'm after. Somebody say, Bring it Tooth Fairy. Bring it. So little Jesse wakes up early in the morning. He didn't wait till he didn't want to wait until he normally woke up. He was antsy. He couldn't wait until he woke up and looked under that pillow and got out. Boy, little Jesse woke up, I want to say, about 4 or 4.30 early in the morning. Little Jesse pulled the pillow back. Guess what was under the pillow? No, $10. Huh? Huh? He got how much? Little Jesse was livid. He was upset. He was sad. He was like, what's this? Do y'all hear what I'm saying? He just looking at it, come out, what, what? He about to wake Papa up, Papa. Look at this here, mess. Look at this mess right here. And he said, Well, well, uh, 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 El Ashurum come out, well, the two ferry, they left you ten dollars, didn't they? And little Jesse said, That ain't what I wanted. You know what he said? He said, Where is my superpower? Y'all hear what I'm saying? Little Jesse, six years old, knew that there was supposed to be, he knew that he was going to have a superpower on the inside of him. He didn't want $10. $10, he said, I wasn't believing for that. The Word of God says he placed a measure of faith in every little Jesse, you understand. Y'all hear what I'm saying? So he wanted a superpower. He saw some stuff and he said, Boy, when I get this superpower, I'm going to fly through the sky and I'm going to change that. I'm going to do this over. I'm going to leap tall buildings in a. Jesse, won, y'all hear what I'm saying? Little Jesse and the ferry and the two fairy. Many of us would not been satisfied with $10. Am I right? But little Jesse, he wanted his Super So I say, superpower. See, you don't want a superpower except you're going to do something with your superpower. Am I right? Give God praise for little Jesse. God, I said, give him praise. Jesse, Jesse, looking at his papa, said, what's, what's going on? I, you know, the sure assuring just thought, let's just take that $10, we're going to roll with it. God, has placed something greater on the inside of us. We have a greater expectation. All of us have something great that we're supposed to be doing. God called us, somebody said, greatness. But the prophet Elijah, he lines up. With the greatness that God has on his life I'm going to switch from little Jesse All the way to the property life Pastor James What's, got, what's the one got to do with the other Everything has everything That's why God won't leave us That's why God out of all that we do That's why God still don't give up on us Why? Because God knows That he put on the inside of us A superpower I'm supposed to be able to Leap tall buildings in a single bound When devils come my way, I'm supposed to be able to rebuke them and cast them out in the majestic name of Jesus. See, when when, when depression comes, we're supposed to be able to pray and cancel our depression. We We won't grab onto it, but you have a superpower inside of you. That's why I don't say what the world says. I don't repeat what CNN says. Okay, my, my foot might hurt. I won't say it's hurting. Well, you're just crazy. You won't say, no, I'll say it's healed. You understand? Why? Because greater is he that's in me than what? He that's in the world. The mind is a powerful thing. You can tell your mind, my husband's cheating on me. Am I right? And boy, before you know it, oh, he going to get some more groceries. Took him a long time. Am I right? You can convict. the mind is so powerful. Yes, it is. See, the prophet Elijah, when I talked about Elijah, first of all, I said that Elijah, let, let's go right over here so I can get finished with this today. Amen. First of all, I said, the, challenge, the challenges that came with Elijah and why Elijah needed to have this power. Elijah had no more power than you. You are just as powerful as the prophet Elijah. The difference is, What's your assignment versus what's his assignment? Come on, come on. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? See, what, what happens is, and I, told, I was telling, I was teaching this on Wednesday night, and uh, one, of my, one, of, one person came up to me after and said, Pastor, I really don't believe, I, 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 I really don't agree with you when you said something about, uh, I said something about, uh, it's a mental, uh, not stress disorder, it's uh, depression. I talked about depression and see, I talked about depression and I said, there are some people who might have to experience it, right? But everybody's not depressed. I said, I said, everybody's not depressed. Some of us are just out of the will of God. And when you're out of the will of God, there's something God has placed inside you. You're supposed to be doing this, but you're not doing that. And when you're not doing what God has ordained and birthed you to do in the earth realm, right? Of course, you're going to be depressed. So everything is not a sickness. Some things are just an attack on our minds and we can receive them or we can not receive them. Do y'all hear what I said? That's why God says in his word, he says, what's all the things you think? He said, think on these things. Do y'all hear what he said? God says, I want you to think like this. Think what what, I'm thinking of. Good report. You understand? A noble. You understand? Why does God tell us all that? He tells us all of that because He knows the adversary is going to attack our mind. Because George Smith wrote, "The mind is a battlefield." The adversary knows he's going to attack our minds. So what we've got to do, we've got to do this. We've got to get God's word in our spirit. I was telling Co-Pastor driving in. I said, "Have you worked on your scripture yet?" She said, I haven't read it yet. I said, I want you to get that in your spirit. Yes. Because when you get it in your spirit, then God can do something with it. Amen. When you get his word in your spirit, then God can do it. And I, I, People keep saying, every time I come in the door, I tell them, oh, no, I'm not sick. No, I won't be sick. I'm 97. well, whatever it is, 97.4, 98.6, whatever it is, that's me. Take my Take my temperature. Every time, is wound. You right. <laughs> and you know what? Cure, no cure. I'll never be sick of that. Amen. See, y'all, 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 the, oh, Lord, the virus don't get, no, it's not. It's not, gonna, I, I, I'm not, I won't be sick. You've never seen me sick in 12 years, have you? 12 years, am I right? Y'all see me get my appendix out, right, because that thing messed up on me. It was full as it could get That's what you saw But no, I don't, I don't succumb to sickness I don't talk sickness out of my mouth Amen, Amen. I, ju- I just don't do it And people say, well, that, that, that don't make a lot of You know, that's not smart Well, I'm going to let you do what you do I've been healed for walking in healing for 62 years You understand Speaking the word of God over my life You understand I won't even ask you how many BC Pilots and you've had Or how many, what's that? Uh, Tylenol Advil. How many of y'all all all here took Advil and Tylenol before? Put your hand up. Put your hand up. Everybody in the house. Everybody in the house done been on the drug. All y'all been drugged up. Am I right? As soon as you get a little headache, bam, give me a Tylenol. What about when you get a headache? Father God, by your stripes I am healed. Huh? Huh? Somebody right beside you better go and get that Tylenol. You better go and get that Tylenol and make your head feel better. Am I right? Why? Because, see, in the, in, in, back in the day, we used to have faith. And we would pray the word of faith first. You hear me? They didn't have a lot of Tylenol and, 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 and Excedrin and BC powders and stuff of that nature. Let me, let me do this right quick because I got the time to do it right now. The prophet Elijah had an assignment from God to go and tell the king that it's not gonna rain. He told the king it's not gonna rain. It stopped raining. The, re- there's a reason why, uh, the reason why I even asked the first question when I first started out is what does God desire of us? Why does God keep holding on to us? Why won't God just give up on us? Why, is God, why won't he just let us go? Why won't he recognize he, he's a glutton for punishment because he know if he hang around mankind any longer we are gonna, gonna make the, the sin stink in his nostrils, am I right? He knows that. Why won't he just leave us alone? In this particular uh, inscription here, in this particular portion of scripture, Elijah is a prime example. Elijah goes to King Ahab and says, it's it's not going to rain. But the the reason why God didn't let it rain, and I shared this with you already, was because the people had begun to walk in idol worship. He has been there, beginning to walk in idol worship. It's like I shared with you. It's like me coming home and and co go pastor got the guy, but, uh, what's that boy you like? What's that? Uh, huh, huh? Huh? What's his name? No, you know his name. Don't know me. I don't know his name. I know his name. Y'all know Aquaman? Jason Momoa. Yeah. Hey. yeah. Jason Momoa. Big Jason, mighty tall, muscles everywhere, right? Yeah, 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 I come home, co-pastor, now when I get, when we watch a movie on TV, normally when we watch a movie, you know, uh, I go ahead and delete the movie after we watched it. And she'll come and say, we don't watch that, why don't you delete that movie? So we watch Aquaman, and so I went on and deleted Aquaman, and when she come on, she said, who the hell did, I mean, she, she, she said, who? She go, where, where Aquaman at? I told her, we all we watched that already. We don't watch Aquaman, so I, I went on and deleted Aquaman. And Copac Pass, she got a little bit beside herself. She got a little bit upset because I deleted Aquaman. She not for the rock. She always, no, oh, rock ain't me. That ain't rock. ain't rock. That ain't rock. I said, well, what, what about Idris Elba? I ain't no Idris Elba. No Idris Elba. But, but she got upset when I deleted Aquaman. Huh? Big tall, 6'5", or whatever he is. Muscles everywhere. I hit that delete. Because she want to watch the movie ten times. You the devil is a liar. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Y'all hear me? The devil is a... You don't need to watch him. We already know he's the king under the sea. Y'all hear what I'm saying? I, I said, well, what you like about Aquaman? Well, he's... Remember when he said... Uh, uh, he, uh, he's... uh he really don't know how to be the king. He was walking in so much, what do you call it? Humility? Not humility. What's, what is it when you're in touch with your emotion? He's, he was such, so emotional. I told her, I'm a roaring lion. <laughs> I, ro- I even told her before, let me roar. Don't be stopping me from roaring. I told her that before. Aquaman. Long hair, hanging down. I shut it down. Ain't no Aquaman coming up in here. (laughs) I've been here 40 years, you know what I'm saying? Now Aquaman gonna make a movie and come riding up in my house. (laughs) Y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't need nobody. No, no, no. I told her, I told her, I, I told her, you turn me on pastor get back to the scripture yes 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 but check this out the reason why God told Elijah to shut the rain down was because he was jealous he was jealous how do you know because he said that Ahab had done sins that even Jeroboam hadn't done remember that and I explained to you about the sins of Jeroboam. But the main sins that, that we do is we become idol worshipers. And God hates it when we start worshiping anything other than him. He hates it. He hates it almost as much as I. I don't hate Aquaman, but I'm going to have to cut him if I see him. I ain't going to let it go. You tell me to let it go. She back there trying to find another movie for Aquaman. Come on, come on. did we buy that one? No, we didn't buy that one. And we won't buy it. But this is the thing The reason why God sends the drought in the first place He only sends the drought Because the people Had stopped worshipping him And was worshipping Baal And the goddess Ashtaroth. That's the only reason why God Allowed the drought to come When you see drought in your life When God allowing drought to come in your life Check your idols Did y'all hear what I said? When you, see, when you see drought coming in your life, check what you're worshiping. Check the time. Because all God really wants from us, the most thing he wants from us, he really wants time. Tithing is good, you understand. Gifts are good. Put them under the tree. All that's good. But God really wants our time. He wants us to spend time. He wants us to wake up in the morning and first thing you say out of your mouth is, Hallelujah, praise the Lord, great Jehovah. The few understand. That's what God. He don't want you to wake up and say, "Oh, what are we gonna to do today?" First thing, come out when you wake up in the morning and you start worshiping God. You start praising God. That gets God excited. God needs at least seven touches. Did y'all hear what I said? Y'all, some of y'all didn't even catch that. Y'all don't even know what I'm talking about. God needs at least seven touches every day. It says, if you you know, like a man and a wife, right? You can't just wait tonight and go boom, boom, bam, right? No. She wants you to call in the morning or leave a little note. Leave a little note say, have a great day. Then maybe at lunchtime, call up and say, are you having a great day? And then don't go by her job and leave one rose on her desk. Right? Right? Huh? Don't let her come home and then you got the water run for her. Take you. Right? You might have 10 or 20 more children if that happens. <laughs> Am I telling the truth? Oh, yeah, buddy. You, you, better shake your head. you better shake your head. Yes. Yes. But God needs about seven touches. He wants you to praise him at, when you wake up. he likes like for you to praise him at noon. You understand? he likes like for you as you're driving down, your, driving your little car to work. Lord, I just want to thank you for the job that you gave me, Lord God. Lord, uh, you, you're, you're sitting at your desk. You've been looking at the screen all day. Your eyes are kind of bloodshot. God wants you to Lord, I thank you that I got a desk that I can sit at, that I got a screen that I can look at. God likes all them touches. Somebody give God seven. Somebody say, somebody say give God seven touches a day. Say, say at least seven. At least seven. You ought to be able to praise God. See, God likes that. And the people were not praising God any longer. The people had begun to praise Baal. So the Lord shut it off. Am I right? He shut it off. He sent the prophet Elijah. Elijah told him what was going to happen. Once the rain shut down, then Elijah went into hiding himself. We know Jezebel. I'm, I, let me go over to. Uh, let me go back here. I, I missed something. I missed something. I missed something. I missed something. Jezebel had killed a lot of the prophets. So Elijah was hiding. Correct. And I said on last week, there are, I said there are four things that when God's going to give you an assignment, there's four things that are going to come to fruition in that time. It could be more, but I said there's at least four. One of the things I said, when God gives you an assignment, one of the elements of trusting in him, believing that he's going to do what he says. How many know God's going to do what he said he's going to do? How many know that the devil, your boss, cannot stop God from doing what he said he's going to do? How many of you know politics cannot stop God from doing what he said he's going to do? Nobody can stop God from doing what he said he's going to do in your life. Nobody! Come hell or high water. Nobody can stop God. Nobody can stop it. Elijah didn't have food. I told you, the ravens, can, God commanded the ravens to feed Elijah breakfast and supper. And the brook didn't dry up until God called a woman from Zarephath and said, I want you to feed the prophet when he comes. Why? It didn't come like Elijah thought it was going to come. But nobody can stop God. Nothing is greater than God's word over my life. That's why I'm going all the way with him, Deke. I'm going all, y'all hear what I'm saying. I'm going all the way with God. I'm not going to stop. I won't stop. I can't stop. I don't know how to stop. I've been with God almost 62 years now. Almost 62. God, I I should have been a statistic. I should have been shot by the police. You understand what I'm saying. But but somebody said, but God. See, I've been out on the road. I've been way out in Louisiana, way out on the road, stopped by the white policeman. And he gave gave me a ticket because I was speeding. But he didn't shoot me. You understand what I'm saying. Somebody said, but grace of God. That's how God operates. That's why I won't walk in fear. I won't let nothing stop me from preaching the gospel. I won't let anything stop me from coming into the house. I won't let nothing stop me. And somebody say, well, pastor, you got that kind of faith. No, you got that kind of faith. You got that kind of faith. You got that kind of faith. You, we, we got this kind of faith. This is a good time to exercise your faith. This is a good time to get in the game and say, God, use me, Lord God. Say, Lord, I'm coming out of the house, God. I'm coming out, Lord, I'm coming out, not God, because I know this or because I know that. But I'm coming out by faith, God. I know you got work for me to do, God. So that's why I'm stepping out. Jezebel had killed so many of the prophets. They had been looking for Elijah all this time. Right there in chapter 18, what you find out is the prophet Elijah told Obadiah. He said to Obadiah, Obadiah, first of all, Obadiah was looking for water. Somebody said, water. water. He, somebody said water. Now, when he found the prophet Elijah, he didn't know that water was on the horizon. See, Elijah didn't look like water, but Elijah was water, you understand. Elijah was the one. Why? Because as Elijah spoke it, that's when God would do what he does. You understand? See, when Obadiah, the king Ahab told him, Elijah, I want you to go find, find the water so we can save our animals. But God's always got a plan. God's always got a plan. God's always got a plan. God is not worried about the virus. Why? Because God's always got a plan. And it will work out for the good. It'll work out for the good. It's gonna work. Families gonna get back together now. You understand? Families who hadn't talked to each other in years. Kids been on the phone all the time. Got sick of the phone, dog. I can't play another game, They're playing. Why? Come on now. Because God says, I'm gonna make it good. God said, devil, you meant this virus for bad, but I'm gonna bring some good out of this. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Did y'all hear what I said? We will be getting more financial blessings now than we've ever had at Destiny Worship Center. I know people don't believe, Pastor James. I'm telling you the truth. Numbers don't lie. Promotions coming. Promotions coming. Promotions coming. Promotions coming. Promotions coming. Promotions coming. coming. Y'all better come out here. I'm not trying to excite you. I'm trying to excite you, amen. I said we got work to do. Say, talk, look at your neighbor and say, I got work to do. I got work to do. You better tell him. You better tell him. But look at this right here. Elijah, after Obadiah finds Elijah, Obadiah says, uh, I." He says, "I can't." Uh, he said, "He said I want Elijah said I want you to go tell the king. They've been looking for him for probably about three years or so." Elijah said, "Go tell the king here. I'm here." And Obadiah said, "No, you're trying to fake me out." Because you're going to disappear like you did the last time. And then when I go to the king and the king says, you saw him, the king going to kill me. And the property lawyer said no, 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 I'm not. He said it's showtime. Did y'all hear what I said? Did y'all, catch? y'all didn't catch that, did you? Somebody say, it's showtime. See, every now and then of your life, if you are Christian, if you really blood bought and blood filled, there's going to come a point when it's going to be showtime. The Lakers used to have that term. It's showtime. Magic Johnson going down the court, scooping and slipping. And by the showtime. It's time for us to do what we do. Elijah said, it's showtime. Look at your neighbor and say, it's showtime. I said, look at your neighbor. Talk to your neighbor. I know you're six foot apart, but you can still tell him, it's showtime. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Elijah told him, it's showtime. Obadiah said, I, Obadiah said, you sure? Elijah said, yeah, it's showtime. And Elijah said, listen, to what I want you want you." So he went and got King Ahab. The king comes. He tells the king, hey, don't you have 450 prophets? Baal's got 450 of them. Why? Because remember why God shut the water off in the first place. He shut it off because why? They were worshiping what? The idol gods. The prophet Elijah asked the question. He said, if God be God, show, serve him. And if Baal be God, serve him. And if people asked him, asked, said not a word. The people, y'all hear what he said? He said, if God is God, serve him. And if Baal is God, serve him. And it said, the people didn't have an answer. They had been worshiping this idol for so long that they had forgotten their first love. But the prophet Elijah came to let them know that it's, today is not the day like I've been hiding in the cave. Today is not the day when I was down by the brook, you understand. Today is not the day when I was over at the shoot of my woman's house. He said, today is showtime. Did y'all hear what I said? Some of y'all need to look at the devil and say, it's showtime. So you've been, you've been doing this for a long time. But I want to let you know right now, devil, that greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. I want you to right now know that there's no weapon. Somebody say, no weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. Why? Because it's showtime. It's showtime. Yes, sir. Look at your neighbor and say, show up, show up, show up, show up. Talk to him. Say, you better show up. You better show up. See, the prophet Elijah, the prophet Elijah would tell him, it's showtime. It's time for a showdown. He said, I tell you what we're going to do, and I'm paraphrasing just a little bit, amen. But he said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to build an altar. He said, go get Baal's 450 prophets, and I want you to bring the 450 prophets here. We're going to both build an altar. They're going to build their altar. They're going to put water on it. Bring some bullocks, some bulls. We're going to make a sacrifice. Let them make a sacrifice unto their God. Because he said, Julia, it's showtime. Sometimes you look at the devil, what you going to tell him, Julia? It's showtime. What does that mean? It's time for you to put up or shut up. All you who've been talking about, I know God, I worship God, I praise God. We're going to see. We're we're, We're going to see right now how much faith we have in the church. Not in Destiny Worship Center, in the Christian church. We're getting ready to see right now because why? It's showtime now. See, because once upon a time, they were telling the Christians you can't go to church. We got, we got the, the viruses out there. We don't want nobody to go out there, right? But then they said, but June the 1st, first, first Sunday in June, what, what day is it? It's, what time is it? It's showtime. He said, I'm going to see. Oh, y- Y'all believe in God? Let's see how much you're going to believe in God. Let's see if you're going to be e-church eternity. Let, let, let's just see if you if God really called you to do something. Because if God calls you to do something, he don't let up. He said, you got to get it done. Prophet Elijah said, it's showtime. Go get Baal's prophets. Bring all 450 of them here. They brought the prophets of Baal. They built their altar. He said, now, now, the one who does it by fire. Somebody said, God is a fire. He's a mighty burning fire. He said, Go, who, the one who does it by fire. He said, I tell you what. You guys call on your God. And he told them, call on him. He said, call on him. He said, well, and he started mocking them. He said, maybe your God can't hear you. Come on, sir. He said, he said, maybe he's asleep. Now you, now remember, Elijah was the one that was hiding, correct? Elijah was the one that was hiding somewhere that they couldn't find him for three years, right? But see, when it's showtime, you can't stay back in the cage. When it's showtime, you can't stay in hiding. When it's showtime, you've got to step out into the fire. You hear what I'm saying? When it's showtime, and the devil's been attacking some of our lives for a long time with sicknesses and illnesses. And I'm here to tell you, it's showtime right now. It's showtime. You might have to, you, God, God may tell you, go tell your doctor, cut back on that medicine. Oh y'all, no, no, no. No, y'all, y'all ain't with me right now. Y'all were with me when I said it's showtime. When I said cut back on that medicine, the devil is alive. This medicine been keep me well for all these years. No, it hasn't. There's no medicine that can keep you alive. None. If that was so, George Washington would have got it. Abraham Lincoln would have got it. All those others would have got it, right? It's showtime. It likes to bring them down. They cried out. They even start cutting themselves. They want blood sacrifice. They would cut themselves. Crying out. The bull laying on the altar. Water, just a little water around it. Nothing happened. I'm talking about the God that we serve. Yeah. See, God don't mind. God don't mind you standing on His word. He don't mind. Usually, you, you got a, the doctor said, you got cancer. You got to stand on the words. Doctor said you got sugar diabetes. You are gonna have it for the rest of your life. They tell you you are gonna have it because it's in your family. You don't. Have, how many of know you don't have to have sugar diabetes? You might have. To, you might have to get out and run a couple of laps. Am I telling the truth? But you, I'm, I'm just saying you don't. There's certain things that we don't have to accept. And God says it's Showtime. He said uh, the prophet Elijah said, "Listen, after they finished crying, nothing happened." Then the prophet Elijah said, I'm going to show you something about my God. My God is a show-off kind of God. He liked to show-off. The prophet Elijah said, put the bull up there. We're going to build the altar to God. I want 12, 12 pieces of this because of the 12 tribes of Israel. In he, he, other words, he, he began to honor God. See, because when he put his altar up there, he built it the way God said it was supposed to be built. You understand? See, Baal's people, they just threw whatever up there they could, right? But then Elijah said, uh, put, uh, put some wall on it. And pour some more water on it, and he said, "Pour some more and some more." L- listen to this right here. Elijah was so sure that God was going to show up, he had so much trust in God showing up. He told him to wet it down seven times. That's when I told you God needs how many touches? Seven touches a day. Y'all know what I'm saying? He told him, "I want you to, I want you to wet it down seven times." They wet it down seven times. And after they wet it down seven times, then the prophet Elijah, listen to what he said. Let, uh, let me go to verse 33. I'm in, I'm in 1 uh, 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 Kings chapter 18, verse 33. And he put wood in order and cut the bullock into pieces and laid on the wood and said, Fill four barrels of water and pour it on the burnt offering and on the wood. And then he said, "Do it a second time." And they did it a second time. And he said, "Do it a third time." And they did it a third time. And the water ran around about the altar, and he filled the trench also with water. And it came to pass at the time of offering of the evening sacrifice, Elijah the prophet came near and said, "Lord, look at what he said, "Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. I like how he used Abraham isaac and jacob the reason why i like this is because the promise started with abraham you understand but the promise did not stop with abraham the promise then went from abraham to who isaac and it didn't stop with isaac it went from isaac to where to jacob and from jacob it went to where the 12 tribes he got the 12 tribes on the altar you understand what i'm saying y'all not y'all not hear what i'm saying i'm showing you how how the prophet is putting this thing together He's not haphazardly giving God something. He's giving God the way he wanted. You understand what I'm saying? The worst thing you can do is give somebody something continuously in a way that they don't want it. But he's given. He said in the, in the God of Abraham. In other words, remember when you said, you're going to make my name. Yah, shout out told you. The God Abraham, then he said Isaac, and then he said Jacob. The whole nation of Israel and he said let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel look at that he says I want everybody to know who I'm talking to other words don't get it confused don't get it misconstrued I want everybody to know who I'm talking to what I'm talking about he says he says And and that I am, he says, that thou art the God of Israel, and that I am thy servant, and that I have done all these things at your word. Y'all hear what he said? He said, everything that I've said thus far, everything that I've done thus far, lines up with your word. I was under your orders. That's why I tell you, if you do what God said do, when God says do it, as long as you're under the ordinance of God, as long as you're doing what God told you to do, the devil can't catch you. He can't stop you. Did y'all hear what I'm saying? He can't stop you. You cannot be stopped. My God. Thank you, Thank you. Elijah said, listen, I want you to tell you, I'm not here on my own. It's easier, pastoring, I mean, not pastoring, is easier than pastoring. How many know that? Because all you got to do when you go home is worry about your, your collard greens. Am I right? When you're not pastoring, you just go home and worry about what's happening at your house, correct? But when you're pastoring, it don't, it don't work like that. Everybody that you're pastoring, they can intervene in your house any time they want. Me and co Pastor are just laying around chilling, phone ring. boom. Pastor. So now me and her up here watching, uh, 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 we wasn't watching Aquaman, <laughs> okay, but we're up here watching, watching the show, but the phone ring. Now we go from watching the show, just kick back, relaxing, everything to it. In the name of Jesus. We bind that up in the name of... You understand what I'm saying? See, but but look, that just comes with the territory. You understand? Why? Because why? He says, I am on assignment. I'm on assignment from God. That's why I don't, I don't treat it like I'm pastoring. I don't treat it like I'm living. I'm, I'm leading. I am treating it like I'm on assignment. You understand? And there's a difference in being in position and being on assignment. Because see, when you're just in a position, you can really take it and leave it. You can stay at home when you're just in a position. But when you're on assignment, you got to go. Come hell or high water. You got to get out there and pray. Am I right? You got to do it. And we know what happened on the side. The the fire come down, right? Consumed it, licked up all the water everywhere. Other words, God says, I'm not gonna leave you any doubt that the words that come out of your mouth were coming from me. Because God, I'm telling you right now, whatever devil's attacking your life, whatever devil's attacking you, whatever you're going through right now, if you get back on the assignment that God called you to do, that thing will cease. You hear what I'm saying? It's got to cease if you get back on your assignment. The challenge is, well, maybe I'm not on my assignment. But when you get on your assignment from God, God's got to do what he said he's going to do. How many of you know, somebody say he got to do it. It must happen. Look at what God said. He licked it all up, right? Next thing you know, remember, he asked the people. Now he come back to the people. And the people now, they have clarity. They saw our God take care of that water, take care of that offering, right? So now everybody want to worship God. God is our God again. I hate that. I hate for co-pastors go, well, I, I married you, then I went around and I divorced you, married 10 other guys, now I'll come back to you. I hate that. But remember, God don't stop until there's a Harvest. Somebody say harvest. Uh, The word of God, because I'm going to end this right here, but but I don't want to end you. I want to make sure I give you. uh, The four elements of trusting God were faith, obedience, being better than sacrifice. Sacrifice is a part of it. What Jesus said in Luke, not my will, but thy will be done. And the fourth one was harvest. Somebody say harvest. God, there's always a harvest at the end of God's assignment. Did y'all hear what I said? There's what? Oh, Somebody say, always a harvest at the end of God's assignment. Always. Listen, listen to this. After Elijah did all of that, verse 41, he says, look what he says in 41. Let, let me go back over, let me go right here. Uh, to 39. Verse 39. Let me get 38. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trough. Verse 39. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. Verse 40. And Elijah said unto them, take the prophets Baal. Let not one of them escape. So the the prophets of Baal, they end up destroying all of them. More than just the, more than just the 450, because there were some who worship Asherah, they killed them also. Look at this in verse 4. And Elijah said to Ahab, "Get thee up, eat, drink, for there's a sound of an abundance of rain." Somebody say, "Did y'all hear what I said? What what he said? Remember how it started? It started with a drought, right? But it won't end with a drought. You hear what I'm saying? Some stuff going on in your life. It started with a drought, but I promise you, there is an abundance of rain." And he told him, he said, I want you to go look He told the man, go look and see if it's getting ready to rain He went out there, he said, I don't see nothing mm-hmm. He said, go back and look again yes. He said, I don't see nothing And this, I'm sorry, this is the point where he told him To go out there seven times he, Somebody said, God needs seven touches Right? He just went out there And looked seven times, he said, I see a little cloud on. The size of a fist <laughs> Do y'all hear what I said? I'm telling you right now, if the people of God will repent, if we would get back to where God told us to be, if we would start doing what God told us to do, how God, if we stop worshiping all these idols, watch your football, but don't idolize your football. Go to Vegas, but don't idolize Vegas. Y'all hear what I'm saying? These, all these things that God had to allow, yeah, yeah, I want you to have wealth, but don't let wealth have you. He said, I see about the size of a fist. And he told him, he said, Ahab, you better get in your chariot, Ahab. He said, because it's going to come down. It's going to pour. And what I love about God, when the man of God stood up and spoke, God didn't wait. He didn't have to wait. Elijah got in, uh, the, the, Ahab got in his chariot and started riding. And it says, before he could, Elijah, the prophet, outran his chariot. And the, and it said, it struck, the the rain came down as never before. I'm believing God right now that if we will repent, if we'll just turn back to God, and we'll say, God, we'll do what you say, do God. We're going to do it how you say, do God. We're going to do it when you say, God. God, we're going to enjoy life, but we're not going to let enjoyment of life usurp you, Lord God. We're going to do it how you say, do it. And I'm through. It poured down. It rained. There had to be a harvest. Let me get everybody standing. Amen. Listen. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe so you can tune in to all future messages. Also, connect with us on Facebook at Destiny Worship Center Augusta. Have a blessed day and pursue God's purpose and destiny for your life.